Welcome to My Heart Songs Podcast number 130, Thanatopia, Part 2, I Surrender. In this episode, I share from my work in progress, Thanatopia, Conscious Aging and a Good Death, and invite any feedback you'd like to offer. The ability to surrender is one of six aspects explored in the book. It involves the skills of letting go, feeling everything, and embracing acceptance. Old age is neither a diagnosis nor a disease. Humans fail the way all complex biological and man-made engineered systems meet their end, randomly and gradually. The prevailing fantasy is that one can be ageless, and while technology may continue to explore the frontiers of immortality, the reality for most of us is steady decline. I'm only alive for a short period of time, a cosmic blip, a fleeting dance, a flash of lightning on a moonless night. There are many faces of surrender to my finite existence in a seemingly, for all practical purposes, infinite swarm of galaxies is only one. There is the surrender to avoid violence if possible, and after violence when one side gives up fighting. There is the surrender that is just a trick to gain some advantage. There is the surrender that is about going with the flow, the dominant chord of emotion. There is the surrender to the past that dissolves the grip of how it could have been, the beginning of healing trauma, allowing grief, to the present letting go of how I think it should be, to the future dropping even the wood of how I want it to be. All involve not blocking what is actually happening, a leap into the unknown, and a deeper questioning about what I thought I wanted or needed. The push and pull of daily living can sap most of my time and energy. It takes skill power to fashion my busy life so that I not only seize the day, but also create the spaciousness for my most essential activities. Ideally, there's a healthy balance between doing what I love and loving whatever I am doing. To live robustly, even paying bills, doing laundry, and home maintenance, is to acknowledge that every moment is mine. With practice, I can turn a have-to or a should into a wholehearted yes. Then I enter the realm of conscious aging, where whatever is unfolding serves to deepen my love and life and the practice of being fully present. Can I find the love when in pain, feeling overwhelmed, bored, lonely, sad, or afraid? Can I find satisfaction and contentment no matter the circumstances? Loving myself deeply, connected to the larger self, however I conceive that to be, there is no other possible choice. Surrender requests that I find the spaciousness to love whatever is happening. I've noticed that I have a deep yearning and the capacity for self-liberation, and yet, incongruously, I am often the architect of my own suffering. I've explored the house of detention I've built, and I often watch my own fears about aging generate certain habits and patterns that keep me craving and judging, even though the door to freedom from my illusions remains wide open. I certainly have been busy constructing a larger, more comfortable prison cell. And I sometimes forget that what I seek lives within, lost dream treasures hiding in the attic, priceless purpose in the basement of my discarded selves. Even as I finally lower the volume on my yama-yama considerations, handling my own crazy ya-ya, all the mental negative chatter I let run loose, 
I still struggle to reject those specific social lies and cultural norms about aging that only further confine me. Every moment of awareness is a hammer stroke on the chain of my conditioning. Conscious aging asks that I choose today to create the spaciousness of inner freedom. Most of us have built up fortresses of protection for ourselves. I routinely insulate myself from physical hardship, wall off painful emotions, stay comfortably locked within my own belief system about right and wrong, and restrict my spiritual connections to only those confined to my own limited sense of meaning. The unruly betrayals of my own corpus regularly create turbulent times and wild defiant sensations that threaten to overwhelm my illusory comfort zone of command and dominant authority. The hands ache, the blood pressure sneaks up despite my willing it otherwise. The MRI comes back with disobedient results, and my children's lives at times seem a disorderly mess. Is it possible to free myself from security and power addictions that make me try to forcefully control situations in my life? Awareness creates choice. Even though it may be difficult to control the external circumstances, I do have an entire inner realm in which I can choose to be master or slave, victim or victor, light bearer of awareness or prisoner of my own darkness. What if at dawn I knew for certain that there is only one day left and that by dusk it would be taken from me forever? I usually dance in denial that today may be my last day alive. If it were, how might I want to go? Who would I want to be sure to spend time with and who would merit an expression of my caring and love and a final goodbye? It's such a cliche, this notion of living one day at a time. Survival tells me otherwise, that I must use my big brain to plan, create intentions, and then work diligently toward their manifestation. Those who live only for today may end up <clears throat> with no house, no retirement savings, and no security for their old age. Finding that balance is a call we must continually answer. Taking a moment to honor both dusk and dawn can remind me of my mortality inspire me to appreciate beginnings and endings. What will I do with the rest of this gift called today? Surrender involves the intention to live at least part of today as if it were my last. It's always an active process, not a passive one, an action with conscious intent rather than something done to me in which I am a victim. Surrender involves a triad of where I let go, feel everything, and embrace acceptance. <clears throat> let go. Sometimes what I initially have to let go of is denial, will, pleasure, control, fear, wherever the chains feel tightest. Surrender can sometimes look a lot like defeat, and the voices of fear can grow quite loud. This will never end. I might regain, regain my center, health, love, fortunes, only to lose everything again. As we gradually step forth from the way back when, in the way back then, when we were lost again, there is palpable release in our body, mind, heart, and spirit. A fallen leaf on a pond floats rather than sinks because it does not flail or constrict, but rather gets still and opens. We too can be carried and renewed by inner resources beyond our awareness, by the support of others, by life's mysteries. Letting go is at first a subtle gesture, an inner release. Think catch and release of fishing fame. 
Whenever I find myself clinging to a thought form, feeling, or physical sensation, I direct my awareness to allow a countering opening from my depths that creates an expansive sensation of letting go. Like opening the gates so the natural flow of water lifts up my fear-filled boat to a broader perspective. Daily life events are simply reminders of this deeper yearning of my heart, and every opportunity to practice release strengthens the positive patterning. If you're interested in reviewing the text and offering feedback, please just let me know. As always, thanks for listening, and remember, friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.com.